Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance, with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Wurong Living, Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with GotYour6Coffee.com, where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused the necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country? Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at GotYourSixCoffee.com. Also, coming out in July 2019 from Penguin Random House is a book I had the honor of writing the foreword for called Warrior's Book of Virtues, a field manual for living your best life. Combat veterans Nick Bennis, Matt Bloom, and Buzz Bryan share how lessons they learned during their service can help empower you into a life of deep and lasting virtue, no matter the obstacles you face. Available now for pre-order at the links below. Welcome to this episode of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Jonathan Wolf Barron, the president of RollingAds.com and WolfBarron.com, where Jonathan makes it his mission to promote, brand, and create experiential impressions on all media platforms for the growth of his clients, company, community, and people throughout the world. Headquartered in Portland, Oregon, successfully serves his business clients, but also takes the time to give back to those who are less fortunate. He mentors impoverished children to be the first generation of their families to attend college. He created the Wolf Barron Scholarship Foundation that has given multiple scholarships to students who aspire to earn business and marketing degrees. Jonathan shares on his LinkedIn account that in the end, I want to leave the world a better place than when I came into it. Thank you, Eric Mitchell of LifeFlipMedia.com for connecting me with Jonathan. And thank you, Jonathan, for joining me on the Get Up Nation podcast to share how you're improving our world, which has never faced such complex and widespread challenges, especially by elevating young people out of poverty with mentorship and educational opportunities that create resilience. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, Ben. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Jonathan, I appreciate you taking time to join me at Get Up Nation. I know you're very busy. So to start this off, let's get into your early start in the world of advertising. Will you share some about how you developed this passion for media, marketing, and advertising? Yes, yes. So I started out young. I grew up in a small upper Michigan town. Not many people know about it. Parents divorced at age nine. I was raised by a single father. My mother lived about nine hours away with my two brothers. And my father ran a trucking company. I was actually kind of left home alone most of my life. 
so school was kind of my escape. I never missed a day of school from kindergarten to 12th grade. School was my escape. I loved it. And I started working in the family business around age 15. Started sweeping floors in the shop. And soon after, went to the community college. My dad said he goes, I'm not going to pay for college for you. I teach kids himself. And so I had to do the same. So I was like, okay, well, I'll take a cheaper route, go to community college, and work some full-time through there. And that's kind of when I got the idea of this. Maybe I could advertise on the side of delivery trucks or semi-trucks. Um, I was still going through this community college, went to another uh, university afterwards, graduated my bachelor's degree, um, and worked my whole way through it. And I was like, I graduated that three. I came back to the family business, and I realized this wasn't for me, and I wanted to pursue an entrepreneurial dream. And that was kind of the way I wanted. I wanted to connect advertisers with trucking companies. And I saw these guys, I saw this niche where these guys were working so hard and the government was putting regulations on them where they were limited to how many hours they could drive, so they weren't making much money. And I knew there was this misconnect there where possibly people could advertise on the side of these, these vehicles. Kind of pitched it to my father. He didn't like it. He wanted me to run his business. That was his goal of his retirement. And so soon after, I actually moved to Portland, Oregon. I left my house, left everything, packed up, went to Portland to kind of pursue my dream. I had lined up a job just to, you know, make some income while I was out here, which was great. I had a house that I found on Craigslist. As soon as I got to the house, and it'd be like a crack house. I was like, no way. And so I got a hotel, and I lived there for two weeks until my funds were dried up, and I still wanted to pursue this dream, right? Next thing you know, I talked to my boss and said, hey, I'm not making much money. I don't have a place to live yet because Portland's a little different market than where I'm from. And he goes, you can live in my warehouse. And so for six months, I lived in this warehouse. I had this business dream I wanted to pursue, and I just fell on my face. And so I was literally taking a shower with a garden hose for six months and just kept pushing through, pushing through, and finally sold my house in Michigan. It took a little while because the economy wasn't the best. And then I was like, this is my shot. And so I literally called every trucking company I could on the West Coast, talked to them, found some routes, found people that were looking to advertise, and then I was just pitching it and pitching it, sold notes so many times until they feel lost all my money again, back, take a second job. From there, I worked about 18 hour days for two years until I finally made some traction with my business. And I had a lady call me one day and said, hey, I love what you got going on. I want to jump in on this with you. She basically gave me the biggest deal I ever could have dreamed of. And we have now linked up truck drivers with advertisers across the country. And it's been crazy. What was the time frame there? You put it all on the line and then you were relentless in your determination and your perseverance. How did you approach all of this adversity, uh, what was your method to doing that? And then how long did it take before you got this big deal? It took a while. It took, I was probably about four years, really. And I just, I didn't want to go back to Michigan and like the cold winters. I wanted something different. I always knew there was like, there was a better piece out there. And I had this, just this drive in my heart. Like I could, I could do something better. So yeah, I, I literally worked 18 hour days and I was a zombie. didn't have a social life. My health was in jeopardy. And I just was like, there's light in the tunnel. And I had met this older gentleman one day and he agreed to coach me. And he said, you know, I've been in business. I know you're going through another struggle. And so he mentored me for a couple of years. And we wrote down goals and five-year plans and broke it down to three-year goals to 90 days. And what can I do every day to just keep taking a little step further, just one thing at a time. And two years, I'd worked my way up to this Fortune 500 company that was working on the night. So I worked in the day in my business and hired a gentleman to work for me. So I'd pay for one employee and then barely make ends meet. And it was so cool. I wrote... One of my goals, and I built this astronomical number. It was like three years down the road, and I put a date behind it. And the day that lady called me was the day 
I landed that campaign, and it was the, the exact figure that I landed. Goosebumps to this day, and which for me, it was like this huge like God moment. I'm like, okay, there's there's something here, and I'm on the right track, and it's perseverance, and it's just overcoming adversity that's going to get me to this next level, and kept pushing on and on. What I love about it is how humble. You had your dream, and you were going after it. You're taking a shower with the garden hose. You're staying in a warehouse. You refused to go back to a place you didn't want to go to, and you continued to drive on no matter how hard it was. Uh, 18-hour days, that is amazing. Where do you attribute that humility? Is it all the time alone you spent when you were younger? Do you know where that comes from, or is it just that desire or that belief that you'd had that light at the end of the tunnel? You knew there was a life for you that was better down the line. I think it comes back to early on. So sixth grade, I never missed a day of school. And then it was literally just because I just kept going to school. I loved it. I'm, I'm an extrovert. I like people. And someone told me, they're like, oh, you could you can't do it till 12th grade. And I said, yeah, I can do it. It's like a challenge for me. So that's just believing in myself. What I found, like, you can't do everything by yourself. You, you can't. You need people. You need a community. You need people that can surround you. And so having a mentor, having someone to coach me and just learning. I failed so much on everything. I bet I've had... 10,000 no's, and that's not even an exaggeration. I used to call 100 people by the time it was new and meet with people, but every time someone said no, I'd, I'd try to ask why and learn and just take it as a lesson to the next conversation was going to be that much better or just take a little bit of it and grow from it. Amazing. So now you're the president of RollingEds.com and you run WolfBaron.com. Will you share some yeah. details about these organizations and how you serve others with them? Yes. Um, so the idea of, like, with the trucks, like I said, I grew up in the truck industry. These guys were, I mean, they worked their butts off, and they, they worked nights, and they don't see their families as much. And so I could cut the cost of what a normal billboard costs somebody, wrap a truck, connect these people. I know where these guys run, so they run within a certain radius of where this person's office is or their, their storefront. Getting this huge exposure, it's a semi-truck, they're unavoidable. Now they're making extra supplemental income at the end of the day, so these truckers are happy, the advertisers are happy, and then I make a little cut in the middle, and I'm happy. And so it's just this passion of a win-win for all. And that kind of expanded it to more where people wanted to do billboards and things, and so we created an agency and were able to help nonprofits and people that were you know, trying to do good things, but they just didn't have the marketing experience. And as I've grown and connected and just been around more people that have been in this field, you find more different ideas if it's digital or whatever and take that whole encompassing package and they you know, present it for people and help them grow their businesses just like struggle doing mine and I, I would hate to see someone go through that same thing and it, it definitely gives you thick skin but at the end of the day if I could help guide them a little bit so they're not taking a shower with the garden house for six months I'm all in. It just really ties into what I read on your website where you focus heavily on partnerships and innovation when it comes to serving your clients and that's what you've articulated here, you know, partnering with amazing people, finding mentors that can bring value to you and ease your burden as you hunger to achieve what you're trying to achieve. Will you share why you believe this approach has made you successful that's focused on partnerships and innovation? Uh, partnerships are huge, and it's like in the marketing industry, a lot of it, I found out at the beginning it was kind of really cutthroat, and I'm like, you know, that's, that's not me. I'm, I'm a very honest, and I have integrity, and I'm, I'm in it for a different picture than just making money. I've seen that you have money and it, it ruins people. I think you can do a lot of good with money. I want to partner with people that have just kind of share the same values. And I got down to the core of why I do things. And I, I love helping people. I love giving back. I love just making someone's life better. You know, it's that intrinsic reward that you can't put a dollar value to. And I've been able to partner with people like that. Hey, we, we share the same vision. And yeah, at the end of the day, we got to make a little money. But we're going to do something better. You know, it's not always about the bottom line, but you can have the triple bottom line where you're helping everybody. And so those partners' innovation have grown, and it's 
it's fun because you find people in your industry that are actually share that same value. And so you, as you partner, you grow and it snowballs. And it's been amazing for me. As your business developed, did your process of facing challenges change at all or has it remained the same throughout your life? I, you know, it's funny you say that because as a business owner, like, you know, you have a great day and the next day it's like, oh, this, you know, the world's going to end. But then I look back and I'm like, my life's been way worse. I'm in a good spot. I'm sitting good and just put on a fight. I guess I don't frustrate it. I don't dwell on things. I'm more of a solution-oriented person. So, like, I'm not going to take energy to be frustrated, upset. Although those feelings do come into play, but it's more or less like, how do I solve this? How do I find a solution for it? Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with my clients, too, is, hey, you have this issue. You want to reach this person. Even if I, my product doesn't do it, let me find something that can help you do it. If it's not, then I don't make money on it right now. I've created some value for you, and down the road, maybe we can do business together somewhere else. I love that. You're taking a sense of helplessness or a sense of being defeated for a minute or two after something doesn't go your way or the no comes down the pipeline or you hope for something to happen. And then you take that sense of frustration or, or helplessness and you just transform that into a creative and innovative and bonding process and you don't give up. And then that benefits not just you or clients, but also other people who you may do business down the line five years later or 10 years later. I love that how you're not focused on a short-sighted transaction where you're just there to make money. You're there to build, like you were saying, partnerships, relationships to help everybody win. I love that approach to business and I love that approach to living. I wanted to ask you, so... You faced a ton of personal and professional challenges in your life. So now that you have employees, how does your experience with adversity help your employees overcome their adversity as they face a challenge at the office or personally? Yes, we've kind of created a culture in the business. We're very open and it's almost like a family. It really is. But everyone has different goals and everyone has different dreams. It's trying to align that with their goals and dreams. And like I talked about doing my five-year plan, my three-year plan, break it down to a year and 90-day goals. And we do that with everybody. And for some people, your motivation isn't money. It's you want to travel the world. And let me help you do that. In our company, and it's so cool, Ben, but we sit down every month and I'm like, okay, I'm faith-based. And so like, we try to give away a certain amount of money each month to just whatever feels good in our heart. And so we sit down and it's like, hey, my mom has cancer. It could be give money to a cancer foundation or something. Or this lady has lupus. And can we help her out? And I don't care if I can write it off or not. We just we just do it. And it's, it's that sense of belonging and helping and doing something for the better good it's, it's intrinsic it's just giving back and it's just part of your heart that just feels amazing and we do that monthly and it's straight that's been part of a culture and just everyone's part of something and you know people have their ups and downs during the, the workflow and it's not always a great day at work but we're always we everyone has each other's back and it's a it's a very fun work environment in your life where do you have fun the most i <laughs> Like I said, for the years when I started the business, up, I didn't have a life. I don't know why my wife used to stay with me. <laughs> but now, I'm serious. I was a total zombie. We used to go to the coast and I sleep on the way there just because I was so mentally exhausted and physically exhausted. But now, I get up every day. I get to put all my energy in my business. I love what I do. And we're doing so many cool things and working with CEOs from across the country. I, I talk to New Yorkers, and that's a whole different way to talk. Then you talk to someone in San Diego, and it's super cool. And I've been able to travel the world and meet people, and it's phenomenal. I love it. It just drives me every day. Will you share some of the accomplishments you're proudest of when it comes to RollingAds.com and WolfBaron.com? And why do these accomplishments mean so much to you? Yeah. When I started up, I loved helping truck drivers. Growing up in the industry, these guys were treated like crap. They're just their number. You do this, you do that. And a lot of these guys were ex-military. I bring them on my team. Essentially, they're 
they're an employee for us. And so they feel like a sense of belonging and accomplishment. They love it. And they're sending us pictures. And John, you paid for my, my wife's car this month or whatever it is. That sense of being helpful and doing something for the greater good is awesome. So for accomplishment is doing that. I mean, we've expanded. We have like 6,000 trucks across country. We grow every day. Um, we meet with people from all over the place. It just... It's really cool. And then the whole Wolfbear media side, we're getting into digital billboards and other types of billboards and airport advertising. It's so cool. Every client is different, and we're able to put together a package that fits them perfectly, and they love it. You have a passion also for giving back to the community. Of all the ways available to serve others, you choose to mentor young people in poverty and to help them be the first people in their family to attend college. Why is this important to you? Kids are the future, and it's tough, and I coming to Portland when I was broke, was able to interact with some of these families. They're, they're barely making it. I mean, they're in, like, literally a survival mode. And so we mentor a few kids that they're just brilliant, but they just, you can see where they're so smart. They get into the drugs and the crime. That They can see the money and I can see what's attractive for them. They don't know what a parent is like just to have vacation time or to own a car or anything. So to be able to just help grow that those communities and those poverty nations has been, for me, it's, it's super humbling. And I swear I learn more from those kids every day about just life than I give to them. And that's why we started the scholarship as well. When I graduated, there wasn't a scholarship for public attendance, and there was more of a challenge for me just to do it. At that point, I was already going to school anyways. Instead of a scholarship aside for that, going to school, I think there's definitely setting up that mentality and that dedication to go and not just slack off. That hard work does pay off at the end. And so putting a little incentive package there where she pays to go to school, super simple, motivating. That's kind of why we do that too. If somebody's interested in partnering with you or being innovative with you, uh, how would you like to be approached? So this is really cool. So we take that model that we get back each month. And anybody that works with me, whatever your organization is, I think when it comes on the core, people like to help people and give back to some degree. And we give 10%. I will give that 10% to any charity that you choose. And I've asked some clients, some clients are like, I don't really have anything. I'm like, okay, well, we'll do it then. But I will be happy to donate to their charity and their cause. Because everyone has their own background and struggles and experience that they want to get back to. And I'm, I'm fully supportive of that. They can reach out to our company and reach out to me directly and send us an email. And we're all in. Jonathan, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Are you willing to run through these six quick questions with me? Let's do it. All right. Who are you thankful for today? My wife. Like I said, all my friends told me to give up, and she has just supported me when I was dead broke to now, and I can't thank her enough for being my number one supporter. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for, what are you thankful for today? I'm thankful for every day. Just waking up and fortunately to live in Portland, you look up and see the mountains and it's a clear day and not raining. You know, every day is a blessing, and I'm, I'm going to live it to the fullest. How do you fuel the fire within you? I have that passion. I love what I do. And just waking up and having that, knowing, hey, what are we going to do good today? Who we're going to talk to? Um, that's all I need for motivation to fuel that fire. And what is one thing adversity taught you to value? I've learned to love failure, uh, which sounds weird and bizarre, but the biggest struggles, the biggest obstacles in my life, they've been some of the biggest lessons learned. And they have pushed me and taken a bigger leap and steps than I would have done if I didn't fail. Yeah, patience and adversity has taught me to find people to rely on that, that community group and realize that as much as you want to do things alone, you can't. And having someone that has knowledge and has experience and been there before that has done it, and that humility of reaching out and being, I don't know what I'm doing, I need help, teach me. I love being the dumbest person in the room because I know I'm going to learn something. What are you doing today you never thought you could? I've grown a small town in Michigan. I'm living on the West Coast. I run a nationwide business. It's a dream. I maybe thought I could do it, but I'm doing it. And 
I'm a husband, I'm a child mentor, we're helping people. Life's been amazing and I love what I do today. And then what will you do tomorrow that you never thought you could? My wife wants to go to Budapest in Prague. And so we're literally planning a trip to go there. Never. I'm a million years I'd go there, so we're, we're planning that tomorrow. How can people learn yeah. more about you and your companies? They can find us at rollingads.com. We have rollingads at the past end of the year. It took me six years to buy the domain. But uh, in our most parent media, and so that's it. Get Up Nation. Where are you finding ways in our world to create value? To let others experience the pleasure and satisfaction of being valued? Where are you locking in to what you love? And doing whatever it takes to get where you know you need to go. Making the very most of the gift of this life. Making the most of your time and your passion. And giving back to the less fortunate along the way. If the news headlines tempt you to shape negative perceptions about successful business owners, I encourage you to listen to Jonathan Wolf Barron, his spirit, his remarkable character, what he has done and what he is doing. It will comfort you to know that successful people can have character and take powerful positive action as a result of that success. Such an honor to share with you this type of man, business leader and public servant who is committed to contributing to the greater good of all of our experience. If you wanna build a brand and have a need for advertising, click the links below be a part of what Jonathan is doing. Be a part of this positivity. Do great things. Refuse to waste the gift of this life.